Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is powerful, and speaking of power, today, somewhere in a parking lot, is the powerful Johnny Rage. Power, power, power. I'm just like a mud truck, you know, just tearing through this podcast. What's up, Dags? Nothing. We're excited to be here. I'm sure you're excited to be wherever you are. Where are well, you? I was, I was gone for a while, but you know I was on a circuit, don't you? What was that? Uh, no, I was in my basement working on the electrical. There was a bad circuit. Oh! <laughs> That's good shit. God, was that a dumb joke? It wasn't even a dad joke. It was like a grandpa joke. Hey, Johnny Rage, this is the most powerful podcast ever created. What's an easy way for listeners to achieve, to get a piece of this power? It's a real simple fix. Buy the Amish Baby Machine merchandise, okay? We have t-shirts. We have hoodies. We have stickers. All this, the embodiment of the Amish Baby Machine and the power that just pours out of our veins through this podcast. You can be a part of it. Right now, get yourself some merchandise. And it'll change. It'll be a life changer for you. And to get your powerful merch, go to AmishBabyMachine.com. What would you like? Sticker? Would you like T-shirt? Would you like hoodie? What are the weirdest things you've ever seen as a promotional item? You know, everybody tries to come up with that quirky thing. Oh, this will be really cute. What? What? What have you? What do you recall in past times where you've? It was and not a pen. Everybody does the pen. A pen is. Um, there's that option. Uh, don't bring up what you do on your solo time here in this podcast. Anything else come to mind, Diggs, that kind of a promotional item that was, you thought, this is kind of cool. I don't know. I always liked an apron. Wearing an apron with nothing else. What do you think? You know, I'm just kind of sick thinking of that, that vision of you popping up with an apron on, you know. Ugh. Well, there no, would be that. a lot of popping. Powerful. <laughs> Now, Johnny Rage, uh, Yes, we enjoyed a powerful movie yesterday, Rambone. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Let's talk about that today. Yep. Powerful. This is the final, the last blood. Well, that's what they claimed anyway, but there was powerful. really no, there was no decisive ending to that to indicate that's going to be the last. Looking at powerful news here too, as, okay. we're, as we're talking. It says here, drone killing microwave weapon deployed by the Air Force. Drone killing microwave weapon weapon employed by Air Force. Deployed, not employed. It's not a job. Tell us about it. 
Well, all I'm seeing here is drone killing microwave weapon deployed by the Air Force. And, and I think that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Wouldn't Why? you agree? No. How are you supposed to get the drones in the microwave? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, come on. That's dumb. Yeah. You think with our intelligence level, we could come up with something better. Are hmm. you worried about drones? Um, no, I think there's a lot of good with drones other than wiping out oil, Saudi oil fields. I think they serve a good purpose. Do you have one, Diggs? I do not have a drone. Would you like a drone? Perhaps. See, I, I think the thing about a drone, I think they're cool, but I'm the type of person I'd buy one and then use it for 20 minutes and say, nah, I've had enough. Well, what are you going to do with it really though? That, that's the point. I think after 20 minutes, you're kind of like, that's enough. Um, unless you, uh, I had an insurance claim. They checked my roof out. It was pretty cool. They used a drone for the entire inspection. Um, so in that instance, served a great purpose. But for filling boredom, I would think it would last about 20. And they don't, they don't last that long. Kind of like you in the sack. I think it's about three minutes, you know. If that, why would you hurt me like that? It does. It's time that you heard the truth. Have you, you ever seen animals in the wild making love? I haven't. Where, where are you been? Watch a video. How long does that last? Is it three minutes or more? No, it's God damn it. I don't know. You, huh? you never watch videos. All you do is listen to terrestrial radio in your goddamn car. <laughs> Boy, you're hyped up about this. So what's the point? You're saying that the My animals... point is, if you watch uh, animal lovemaking, it's very quick. Just okay, to the point. Tiger. Okay, tiger. <laughs> and then they take a nap. That's why you take a nap. Uh, that's good shit. Yeah, I, I guess I, I don't have time, Dags. I'm so busy doing this course, uh, finding information for this podcast and really working this podcast. I don't watch National Geographic, you know. National Geographic. That's you're uh, dating yourself right there. <laughs> All right, I don't. I don't watch Mutual of Omaha's. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was good TV. Six o'clock Saturday afternoon. Loved it. So what do you got? What's going on? Um, no, I just we saw that movie. Yes, I want to get right into it. Can we? Yes, get into Rambo. Last Blood. Well. I'm a huge Sylvester Stallone fan. And of course I like the continued saga. A lot of people say enough is enough when it, but don't we want to know the story? I mean, don't we want to check in on people? They're like relatives. Eventually you want to know, get that Christmas card. How is life going for a certain family member? That's the same thing for, uh, John Ramble. We haven't heard from him from a while and he puts together, uh, the last blood episode. Um, I liked it. I thought the movie was entertaining. Um, but I, I'm partial to Sylvester Stallone. Um, I know rotten tomatoes wasn't very kind to it. Uh, they said it truly has run its course and it showed in this last movie. I liked the concept. Um, I didn't think it was as unreal as it grants you there's unrealistic scenes, but, there's a specific scene where he's on the rooftop digs and I'm not really giving too much away, but you remember he was surrounded by, would you say 20, 30 people? 
Um, yes, to a, seek, a large group. He he was trying to seek justice, uh, and I thought, okay, what Rambo style is he gonna use here to escape his plight right now? There's no way he's getting out of this one. Um, and he didn't. And so I'm like, yeah, that's a little more realistic. That makes this movie far better than if you would have taken 40 people who surrounded him with weapons. So that's a little different from Rambo films in the past. The Rambo film in the past, he would have taken all 40. Do you agree? Well, the key is when group fighting a group of people, each person has to take a turn. So they don't all rush. When you're fighting a group of 40 people, you call over one person, you fight them, then you call over the second person. That's how you win against 40 people. Yeah, but that's not how this went down. Um, 40 people gave the beat down. 10 for sure at once. And that wasn't a good thing for Mr. John Ramble. But if you could oh. do... If you could do one person at a time, um, yeah, but still, how much stamina do you have? Are you going to kick the shit out of 40 people? Well, you would have it set up like a deli. You would, you would take a number. Oh, you know, I'd like to take a number and kick the shit out of you, actually, but... You will lose. Um, do you think we could set that up sometime? You could take some of your frustrations like off? celebrity boxing? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, but... Um, I, I like the movie. I, I wasn't, we, let's face it. You go to a Rambo movie. You're not expecting much. You kind of get what it's going to be, but I thought it took me up and beyond what I was like. My expectations weren't what I experienced at the end of this. I thought it was a pretty good flick. Now lay out, um, you don't have to give away too much, but lay out the premise of the movie, the, the basic plot for the fans of flock of Amish. Well, John Rambo is, you know, settled down. It's late in his life. Everybody's always retired and they're on a farm of some kind because that seems to be what you do when you've had a pretty traumatic life. You got to go to a farm and you tend to horses. And he lives with. Who was the woman that was there with him? Was that his. And how did he get, get hooked up to that whole deal? I guess I never followed that line of the movie, but. He basically lives with like his aunt and his niece. <laughs> I love it. Cause they always have that awkward conversations too. It's kind of like in commando and Arnold and Alyssa Milano. They always go, how are you? How was school today? Did you, did you have fun at school? Oh, dad. <laughs> uh-huh. It's so funny. They always have those awkward meal conversations, you know, where they're pouring was, the milk. What was the awkward conversation in this, in this movie? You know, they always have the, you know, the little girl and the, in the dad and the housekeeper, you know, that, that whole vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Before a movie gets into it, it's always got to have the setup of the, the little quiet idyllic situation. And then, it, you know, some shit happens, shit hits the fan. Right. But how does a guy though, let's go back to the first blood where he savagely ravishes an entire a city, small town and kills people. Now they said that in the first movie, he only killed one person. Is that true? Well, just the guy that fell off the helicopter. Yeah, is that it? Wasn't he stabbing guys from behind and throwing guys off cliffs and stuff? No one was actually killed. Yeah, that that's shocking to me because I just thought, like, 
12 people were, were, uh, 12 to 15 were dead, but, and did he really kill that guy in the helicopter when the guy was coming after him or would that be self-defense? Well, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I was just, I remember hearing that. I'm like, wait a minute. He killed more than one person in that movie. It seems like he killed like 30. Let's talk about the first one. God, what a great movie, wasn't it? Oh, it was. You know, he's coming back. He's just trying to find his friend. Mm Mm-hmm. It turns out his friend was killed by cancer. Right. And the goddamn, the goddamn sheriff is busting his balls. He died on a Tuesday from the cancer. Um, a different movie. Uh, very good movie, too. That was, uh, can you guess what movie that was, Dags? Star Wars Part Two. No. Forrest Gump. A Forrest, Forrest Gump. Um, yeah, he, he's just a, just a drifter. having doesn't have any really family life and trying to find the one friend that he had, as you said, died of can- the cancer. And he ends up just wandering into this town and the sheriff kind of bumps into him and just kind of starts bullying him immediately. We don't like your kind around here. And you're better at names than I am, Diggs. What's that guy's name? That uh, Is that Stacy Keith? Stacy from uh, all of, from Family Affair? <laughs> it, did, it did kind of look like him. <laughs> sheriff does. Will Teasel. <laughs> Excuse me, I got all choked up here. Um, Big Brian Dennehy. Yeah, Brian Dennehy. Uh, he wasn't going to take no shit, Big Brian Dennehy. I love it when he's in the uh, the up in the mountains or the hills and the National Guard, and they're trying to track down Rambo. And the one guy says, "Well, I got to be home." He's a National Guard. Well, I got to be home by five tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got these real professional hunters with him, killer fight machines. But uh, let's face it, though, they did have a couple of them where they did get out of hand. That was a great movie, First Blood. Well, see, um, but they- it reminded me of the powerful, incredible Hulk TV series. You know, he's just trying to find his way home. You know, he's wandering after every episode. Yeah, it's a great. Everything's fucked up and he has to just, you know, keep wandering. Right. Right. Yeah, I can see that now. I, I didn't think of that myself until you brought it up. But yeah. And the moral of the story is don't fuck with people. Right. You know, if they would have just left John Rambo alone. Exactly. He just wanted to get something to eat. Remember? Exactly. Uh, That's was... what people want. They want, you know, a nice warm bed, you know, three squares. And to be left alone. Yes. That's the moral of the story. Right. And powerful. Then in the second one, of course where they released him from jail and they set him into Vietnam. Uh, the, the two stories are completely different. The new Rambo. Remember he was talking to Murdoch the whole time. Murdoch, <laughs> I'm, co- I'm coming for you. Morgan. And, and, and Murdoch, he finally works his way through the movie and then he chases down Murdoch and you think he's going to put the hurt on. All he does though, is take his iconic knife and put it into Murdoch's desk uh, yesterday's movie far different from that. There was none of that. He didn't fuck around with anybody. He put the hurt on everybody. And I, I like that. There was no teasing. It was in your very gratuitous violence in this movie. Almost something out of it made Saul look like a, um, a Muppet movie, almost powerful blood uh, porn. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, but very entertaining. Better than I thought it was going to be. 
And I wouldn't be done with Rambo if they could create new scenarios. This one was kind of into human trafficking. His um, niece, who he basically raised his entire life, he uh, he thought of her more as his daughter, uh, wants to find her real father and go down to Mexico. And uh, they really try to talk her out of this. They tell him how horseshit of a guy he was. Um, of course, she doesn't pay any attention. She ends up down there. And then through different scenarios, ends up in the hands of some human traffickers, some pretty bad hombres. Wouldn't you agree, Diggs? It was powerful. Yeah. And, was... Then jo- and then Johnny Rambo takes matters, of course, in typical fashion into his own hands. And I said this yesterday. Wouldn't you like to have the balls? I mean, obviously, this guy doesn't exist, but wouldn't you love to have the balls just go up to people? You know, especially human trafficking. Um, such a huge problem. And to be able to go into the nest of the organization, the crime of that, just be put a beat down on those guys, you know. Well, powerful. We need we need people like John Rambo. We need powerful father figures, powerful beings like us on the most powerful podcast ever created. Mm-hmm. People need that. They need the power, or at least to witness it and feel like you're through the movie releasing your animosities. Correct. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word, but I I, I feel what you're putting down. It's powerful. It's like the phone call from your father, you know, when uh, you're having a problem and then he tells you it's going to be all right. You need that powerful father figure. And that's what we do on this podcast. We're we're powerful father figures. Put your tiny hands in ours and we'll take care of you. The shit goes down. It's going down. Right. Yeah. So... Um, no, I loved it. I was laughing. I mean, the, the gratuitous violence was just hilarious. Wasn't it? Well, I got a kick out of it because I think you were the only one in the theater, I think laughing at some of the most macabre, uh, portrayals of violence. So you're <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it's and, powerful. You, you, you almost had that laugh, like the Joker of that upcoming DC movie that we can talk about a little bit too, but it was like that sadistic laugh. Like, and people are kind of like, who the hell is this dude over here? You know, God, it was just, <laughs> but there's a machete, lopping, there's a machete lopping off a head. And <laughs> I know it was very cathartic. I, I loved it. It was just empowering. I just felt the power of John Rambo. I mean, you know, and you, you have a hard day at work and, and people cut you off in traffic and then you just go see Rambo and Rambo takes care of things. You don't so, fuck around. So were you kind of, you had like some pent up anger. And so when you saw guys' heads being lopped off, you're like, damn right. I wanted to do that to the guy that cut me off today. And, and that's like, ha, ha, I'll show you. Was that kind of what that was? It was kind of a, insane. Yeah. It was kind of like I, I'm becoming the Joker. I know. I was looking to see if there was like clown makeup on you the way you're <laughs> powerful. Oh man. But, uh, you saw that chain I was wearing too. Wasn't that sexy? Oh man. Sexy as hell. You're like those baseball players that wear those big, thick silver chains, but those are actually gold eggs. Okay. Mine was um, uh, uranium depleted uranium. Where did you get yours from? Is there a, I didn't think bubblegum machines had stuff that big that still came out of it. Uh, was that cost you 50 cents, 50 cent piece? Is that I what got that mine was? through a, um, a third party. Through a third party. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I heard the laugh. I know. And diabolical, you know, we, uh, let's talk about getting to the movie theater Tuesday. Of course, always busy because it's a reduced rate. 
So it brings people out in droves, especially a movie like Rambo. I think this is the first Tuesday that it's seen. Next week, it won't be quite so bad. By the way, do we know how Rambo did in terms of uh, how much? Pull it up. Keep talking. I'll pull it up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Pull up the movie information. That's it. Um, But so anyway. Well, that was cool because you were trying to do a joke there and it didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> you're so bitter because i re- reamed on dags yesterday because he thought he was just a hilarious comedic genius and what he said was like that makes no sense and he got pissed i think that was part of the reason you were laughing and getting into that movie you were mad at me most of the time but anyway so i'm pulling into the what about motorcycles this is what i'm angered about i can't find a spot this theater has like Mall of America or, or Metropolitan. Remember the old Met Stadium, the, the size of that parking lot where the Mall of America stands? We are today? an international podcast. Please explain the fans of Flock of Amish what you're talking about. Metropolitan Stadium, they used to call it the Met. That's where our Minnesota North Stars played out in Bloomington. And they knocked it down and they put the Mall of America, which everybody I'm sure is familiar with that, on that footprint. But when you'd go to a hockey game, what struck me the most about that arena was the parking had just this vast emptiness of parking spots and that's what this movie theater reminds me of and there's like no parking and i'm going up and down the rolls hoping to catch somebody coming out of a movie i can't see i see nothing and i've i've been searching for 15 minutes probably a little bit of an exaggeration but what do i see to my left what do my wandering eyes see to my left a motorcyclist drives right up parks his vehicle really close to the theater entrance, gets off and walks in. What's up with the with the motorcyclists? Why aren't they punished like the rest of us? Why do they get that front seat parking is my question. The I was problem angered. is you have too big of a carbon footprint. You have that big giant truck. It doesn't matter. I can't park in that motorcycle spot. You don't have a giant truck. You can't park in that motorcycle spot. So what's up with the, the motorcyclists getting top priority Have seating? you thought of uh, using a rickshaw? Would you pull me? Yes. That's a, lot, that's a lot of pulling. <laughs> All right. I'm, I, uh, rickshaw is. Box office mojo. Mojo, baby. All right. Guess what the top movie is according to box office mojo, September 20th through 22nd, 2019. Well, I mean, there's nothing else out there. I don't think. I mean, it's got. Tell me, it overtook. It would either have to be. I'm going to say it. I'd say it, and then Rocky, or not Rocky, uh, Rambo. Downton Abbey. Thirty-one million. Really, that's like in its third week, isn't it? Yes, Downtown Abbey, thirty-one million. Wow. Number two. I'm going to say Rambo then. Rambo last. Astra. Oh, wow. Okay. Number three, Rambo Last Blood. Does it have a total of dollars collected? Uh, according to this powerful website, $18 million. That's not good. In an opening week, you want to be like around 30 for a movie like this, you'd think. I think it'll finish strong, though, because that, that those dates back to which day? Is that last weekend? The opening weekend? 20th through the 22nd. Because that movie theater was packed yesterday. It was a full house, wouldn't you agree? Full uh, 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 house. Uh, 
What was uh, next then? Give me the top five. It, chapter two, Hustlers, rounds out the top five. Any movies when we went through the previews pique your interest coming up here? Well, what did what did we see in the powerful previews? We saw Midway. Midway. There's also a World War One movie coming out, 1914. New Star Wars movie. New Star Wars movie. We of course the Joker. When is that thing going to be released? I've been to movies now for two years, and there's been a trailer about that thing. It's like enough already. Release the thing. And the funny part is, I still don't know when it's going to be released, and it always tells you. But I'm almost sick of it now. I I was really looking forward to it, but now it's just kind of pissing me off that they've held this thing back so long and just ran trailer after trailer after trailer. I agree. Stop with the trailers. Too many, too many trailers. Mm-hmm. And they show way too much. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to do a little tease. You got to do a little teaser. And and what I've noticed about trailers too, Dags, tell me if you ever picked up on this. The closer they get to the release date, the more the trailer reveals. Have you ever noticed that? Yes, that's what I'm saying. They they tell too much. They show too much. Right. Just be a exactly. preview, a little teaser of what's going to happen. Yeah. I remember the trailer, the preview for uh, the original Incredible Hulk movie. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, I don't remember the trailer specifically. But do you remember but, the original Hulk movie? Oh, of course. The, when they did the cartoon version of them, that CGI thing or whatever, or, or what? Yeah, uh, so there was uh, there was Eric Bana, and then they did uh, Ed Norton, and then they did, you know, eventually the Ruffalo. But I'm talking about right. the first Ang Lee movie. Okay. The trailer was awesome because it was him in the in the house. I think he was like in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, you're like the house cracks. Okay. Just a perfect teaser of the Hulk, you know, showing right. that. What's that? No, I'm just, I'm yeah. listening to it. Dave. Just showing that, you know, the, oh my shit, he's, you know, he's turning into the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Not showing the entire Hulk fighting everything, showing the super villains, you know, how it ends. Just a little teaser is all you need. Yeah. I agree. And don't give it to us for a year, right? What would your opinion of when they should start revealing the trailer? Because doesn't it seem to you all that the Joker has been in a trailer form for a year? Yes. And then the problem is too, so you get you get the trailer and then you get everyone on YouTube talking about the trailer, showing the trailer again, and then you get TV talking about the trailer, radio talking about the trailer, podcast talking about the trailer. So mm-hmm. you're inundated. I, I I am still looking forward to to seeing uh, the Joker though, um, but it is getting a little obnoxious. I want it to be released, um, and uh, soon. I've had enough of the trailer thing. So maybe they could have like Snapchat when originally Snapchat was for uh, showing dick pics and stuff. The picture would disappear. Okay. So maybe they could do that with trailers. It would just be a teaser trailer, and then it would disappear. And you couldn't, remember, you know, you remember, couldn't repost it. Remember when you did Snapchat and you did exactly that? You did a dick pic, but it disappeared or it didn't look like there was anything there even when your snap was live. <laughs> oh, That happened to you? No, that was you. No, with me, with me, it, 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 it oh. said something about switch to panoramic view. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to see. No, they said magnifying view. We can't see it. It said, yeah, I got a low memory warning. 
<laughs> uh, I had to upgrade my phone. Yeah. You wish. But powerful, you're right. The too many too many trailers. But it's all well, about, there, we we all know why, right? It's just generating hype, generating money. Yeah. And um I think Midway looks like that could be a decent movie if they don't turn it into a love story like they did Pearl Harbor. They ruined that completely. Um, you don't like the, the, the CGI in those movies. I, I differ with you. I like that explosiveness. I like the chaos. Uh, let's, this is let's get it on. Type well, of I can tell you one thing, though. A lot of times, I don't know if it's because it's not the finished product, but a lot of times the CGI in the trailer is, looks worse than the actual movie. Looks worse? Yeah. There's a couple. Remember, what was that submarine movie we saw? Yeah, we saw the hunt, trailer. Hunter, Hunter, Deadler, Deadly Hunter, or something like that. Hunter with Killer, the, Sub, Hunter Killer. Sub Mub, whatever it was. The CGI in the trailer looked horrible. And then when I saw the actual movie, it looked pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree with you on that, too. We There was a couple times where we said, boy, doesn't that look cheesy for today's standards? And then you were kind of looking for it in the movie. It's like, oh, that didn't look half bad. But I with. think, but what else you talking about? What it, CGI? It's not the CGI to me. It's just, it's there's too many things going on at once. Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars, you know, in the original Star Wars, they they would show the big ship and a couple ships, but then in the later Star Wars, they showed a million things going on and and everything blowing up, and you can't process that. That's mm-hmm. going back to Rambo. The one thing I didn't like about this last Rambo was the the shots are too fast. It was too dark. If you're going to show something, show it. They they did too many cut scenes. It was too dark. So uh, without giving too much away, but there was it turned into Home Alone in that show, The Last Rambo. Oh, and, you know, that's funny you bring that up. I was thinking the exact same thing. When the kid with color crayon devises traps, that's exactly what Rambo was doing, setting up how he's going to, you know, the, the entry points, what he was going to do. That's exa- I was going to say that to you, too. I was thinking of Home Alone in that. And and what else I didn't like? He didn't do the Rambo scream. You like that when he's got the gun, he shoots it. You know where up, his lip gets all air. twisted. Yeah. yeah. He didn't yeah. do the Rambo scream. You know when they when all those uh, guys attacked him, all the uh, sex traffickers. They you know they should have punched him and then he should have went. Yeah, that's a good point. That's that was a big part missing. That's his persona. Is that? But that's what made it so good. It wasn't the typical things you'd normally see. Yeah, but that's, that's what you want, though. When you go to an Arnold movie, you want you want to stick around your luggage. You like that. Well, that's yeah, it. You I, want the catchphrases. So if you're seeing Rambo, you want to see the Rambo scream. Yeah. I don't know necessarily Powerful. if I want to see that. You, you do yeah. want to see it. That's why it's Rambo. Yeah. I was, I was close to screaming out in the movie theater, Adrian. God, I should have did it. <laughs> well, the way you were laughing. I know. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, man. That was powerful. I, I, I got another bitch, too, Dakes. Why do you always get to pick out the seats? You know, this one time you said, well, you can either pick this one or this one. You walked over the one, you just took it. Why are you the king picker outer of the seats? Why can't I, for once, pick out the well, seats? Well, who gets the seats? Big deal. Who pays for the seats? Both of us. Yeah, so don't worry about it. 50-50. I want to pick out the seat next time we go to a movie. All right, next time. But see, you're unreliable. I'm what does powerfully that mean? Re- 
Well, you'd be like, oh, I fell asleep and forgot to get tickets. It's fine. We'll just show up. And then it'll be all but sold I, out. I mean, we, walk, we walk in the movie theater, and I didn't know where it was. You, of course, lost the tickets. And you're like, oh, oh. you remind me of Jim from Taxi. Hey, Diggs, what, what, where are we sitting? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I was just uh, doing that so I could pick what seat I wanted. Uh, <laughs> you ran me like a set of Jim. What was Jim's last name on taxi? Ignatowski. <laughs> That's your new nickname. I want to call you Ignatowski. Uh, but we go in there. Uh, you, can either, you can either have this seat or, and then you just walked over, set steps up. And then you did the number one rule that you're not supposed to do in a movie theater. You're like Facebooking in the middle. It's like, dude, lights out, pal. I mean, don't first you of all, I wasn't Facebooking. I was on the Twitters and well, Instagram. Okay, but dude, powerful. Respect, Thank you for that segue. To respect for mankind. Powerful segue. Shut up. Thank you, fans. Thank you, friends. Everyone for listening to this powerful podcast. As Johnny Rage says, please go on Facebook, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Instagram is Amish Baby Machine. Basically, Amish Baby Machine everywhere. Put it in your powerful search engine. And as Johnny Rage mentioned earlier, merch. We have powerful merch. God, it's powerful. Right now, I'm I'm wearing the onesie. It's powerful. AmishBabyMachine.com. Powerful merch. Also, Patreon.com. It's a great way to help support this podcast. Powerful donations. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com are also links on AmishBabyMachine.com. And wherever you're listening to this powerful podcast, do us a favor. We're available everywhere. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, literally everywhere and figuratively. When you listen to this powerful podcast, please leave a five-star review. It's the most powerful review you can do. And please write something. It really helps us with the rankings. And it will unlock, as Johnny Rage knows, secrets to the universe. All right, Johnny Rage, what were you saying? I wasn't listening. Ask Ask Alexa too to put on Amish Baby. Oh yes, that's, yes, we are uh, available to all AI um, beautiful robots like Siri and Alexa. Yes. Who's better looking? Do you think Siri or Alexa? If you had to pick one. Well, Siri is, is sexier, I think. Why? The name is very exotic. Do you don't think Alexa isn't? No. Sounds okay, like Alex take, to me. You take Siri, I'll take Alexa. All right. Powerful. Now back to Rambo. What are, what are you giving that out of uh, five buggy wheels? Four. I'm going to do that four or two. Wow. You know, this is one of the rare instances where you actually like the movie because you know it's you're very difficult to play. You talk filters and dirty, and it was dark, and you, I think you even brought it up a little bit this time too. It was too quick for you, but I'm amazed. No, wow, I, I you told you that four. I didn't want to nitpick it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I really went as a movie, it wasn't that good of a movie. It was a little too dark. I didn't, you know, the sets were kind of cheap. You could tell it was made on a budget. Mm-hmm. But what I did like is you got to uh, wait for the credits because there's a kind of a cool homage, homage on the back, Amish, mm-hmm. whatever the word is. Powerful mm-hmm. wait to the ending credits. But I liked it because it was Rambo. It's it was powerful. You saw how it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the best comedies I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had some true belly laughs there, didn't you? Yes, I did. Powerful belly laughs. When's the last <laughs> time you had a belly laugh? 
Because you have a big belly. I mean, powerful. Um, you know, that's truly something that I don't experience much. But if I'm watching a comedian or a show and I actually laugh, to me, that's the greatest honor I could give to any comedian, the Belly Laugh Award. And I should probably have, like, the Belly Laugh Award show because it doesn't happen often. If you can get this big fella to belly laugh, you've done yourself pretty pretty well. So I can't recall having a good belly laugh. Um, well, you know it's even better than a belly laugh, and I, I don't think you've ever had one, much like an what? orgasm, is the crying laugh. Have you laughed so hard you've cried before? Ha- let's do the trifecta. Have you laughed so hard you cried, peed, and farted at the same time? Has that ever happened? Now you're just getting gross. So? Have you cried while laughter? While laughing? Never. Powerful. You haven't? Never. Oh, no. it's, it's such a release. Powerful. <laughs> Is that, can you tell me when you've ever done that? Yes, I have. When? The last time. Yeah, the Rambo was a powerful movie. I I don't think, you know, as much as I love Arnold, I don't think he could pull off a movie anymore. Do you think he could? Um, I don't know. I think he's still capable. Uh, I'd like to see him do something here soon. Um, I'd go to it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to write him off. I don't think people thought that Sylvester Stallone could bring another Rambo and he did, I think. Um, so yeah, I think he could. He should have brought back that cool tarp suit he wore in the first one. That was a gunny sack, wasn't it? Oh, I love the tarp suit. Wasn't that great? Yeah, that was remember iconic. The, remember the powerful tarp suit in the incredible shrinking man too? Yes. There's a common theme with the survival movies. You yes. got to get one of those. Well, yeah. it's funny how they all borrow from each other in the survival movies. Like Arnold and uh, Stallone went back and forth on things like the mud camo. Mm-hmm. Stallone had it first when he was hiding. Yeah, he remember did. in the side of the cliff there, it's just all mud. Mm-hmm. And he came mm-hmm. out and knifed the dude. And well, then, I remember, uh, you'd see his, I remember you'd see his eye. You saw his eyes first. Yeah, the powerful thing about Stallone's eyes is you can see the whites under his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Normally, the the, the you the, see the whites under the eyes is is powerful. Mm-hmm. So, and then Arnold obviously uh, copied the mud camo and powerful movie Predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that eye thing was all done deliberately though, because it was a point to prove how well he was camouflaged, and then he opened up his eyes. No, but I'm what I'm telling you is you can see the whites under the. Under the pupil, and that's uh, rare. Okay. I, I yep. guess I'm going to follow under the pupil. Yep. So if you look at an eye, I'll have to show you a powerful picture to see the white under it. Normally, you don't okay. see that in the eye. Powerful. Okay. You learn things on this most powerful podcast oh, I ever am. Created. Every day. Every time I'm with you, Dags, I, I do. That's awesome. Powerful's right. That was kind of crazy, just laughing at that violence. Oh, oh, I, but it was I, free and it was so beautiful. <laughs> I just started removing clothing and. Oh God! I was very relaxed. <laughs> you were just laughing. I'm like, God, a dude was just killed with six inch nails through his head. What are you laughing <laughs> for? <laughs> and you're just like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 
I think everybody in the the movie wasn't even concentrating on the film anymore. They're kind of looking at you like, "Who's this deranged bastard? We got to keep our eye on him." You know. Oh my god! Uh, how are how are your neighbors? How are your movie neighbors? Ah, uh, good. I mean, the beauty with those seats is they're so wide. God, I wish you'd have those on an airplane. Maybe they do in first class. I'm just never up there, but. No. They're so na- they're so naturally wide that when you're sitting on it, your neighbor's still three feet away from you. Did you talk so, to him at all? Did, was there no, greetings? No. I I got in there too late to strike up a conversation. You know, when the trailers are run and you can't say, "Hey, how you doing?" Then they, there's kind of a weirdness to that. But if you get in there, the lights are on, and you know they're just rolling the Pepsi commercials and Coke commercials. It's a little different story. You can kind of bond with that person to your right or left, but you don't do it with trailers running. What I do so, is I just uh, slowly uh, put my hand on top of their hand. Well, that was you, and that wasn't my hand, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> another, thing, a, another thing to do that I recommend to people, what they like is the reassuring hand on the shoulder. Yes. Trump Sometimes when, all the time. when life is getting hard, just put the reassuring hand on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trump does that a lot, or he takes the, you know, when he shakes somebody's hand, twists it where he's on the top, and then he puts his hand on their shoulder or on their, on their, on their, not their shoulder so much as their tricep, their bicep and their triceps kind of holds them. Is that, is that the reassuring or is that a dominate? It's just everything. There's not enough touching in the world. We're so worried Mm -hmm. now about touching. I want to bring back touching. Hashtag me too. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, no, it's just beautiful touching, the human touch massage and everyone loves it everyone needs it full body massages there's nothing better though i mean i think this world would be so much uh we would be in such a better place if we all had weekly massages because we'd all just be so relaxed and when you get a massage days do you know what the best part is when you're done with it and you go home and you're just kind of like in la la land you know what i'm talking about yes it's powerful powerful endorphins are released Yes. There's something to be said about a good full body massage. So Johnny Rage, maybe we could go on a tour and you could give full body massages to our all our listeners. No, I don't know how they can do it, man. The way they stand for an hour and work the um work their hand. You think carpal tunnel would set in pretty soon. Maybe we could set up powerful bungee cords that would hold you, suspend you above each patient, each guest, client, if you and will. Then how, but then how would I massage them? I still would get the, you still have to have your hands involved. There'd be a little bit of careful No, there tunnel. would be giant bungee cords wrapped around your massive torso, suspended above the person, and then you can massage them. God, that sounds like a whore fleck of some kind. Well, yeah, we could use hooks and pierce it into your back flesh like oh. it would be a powerful hellraiser. Like the meat, the meat hooks. Ugh. Hellraiser. It's very uh, liberating. Yeah. No, I, Diggs, I'm going to stick to do what I do best, and that's uh, the lead role here on the Amish Baby Machine. I'll let you do the touchy-watchy stuff. Powerful. Johnny Rage, as always, I always ask, did you have a good time tonight? Always, Diggs. Pleasure Powerful. to be here. Powerful. And as always, I want to thank everyone that listens to the show, people that have started way in the past. We've been on this powerful podcast for years. All the new listeners, 
We love you all. And like I always say, if, if, if we could, Johnny Rage would make love to all of you. And have tried. Yes. Just remember, if you hear someone maniacally laughing at a movie theater, it's probably me. <laughs> and until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.